0: You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle dawes Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. Good afternoon, and welcome to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions. I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burt, and I'm super excited to be here. It's been a minute. It's been three months since I've been in the studio. It's been a long time. Been a long time. I've been itching a little bit to get back. I think we're slowly, slowly trying to get back to what is normal or what's going to be the new normal here in Atlanta. It's just been a very unique and trying time for us all and uh, we don't take light of the, of the situation. So I commend everyone that is still practicing social distancing and putting their self, their safety and well-being first. Please continue, continue to do that because it's very, very, very important. But today, happy Father's Day. I want to say happy Father's Day to all the fathers that are checking us out for today. Thank you for joining us. A lot of good things have been happening this past weekend. It was
1: Juneteenth.
0: Um, father's Day today. Just everything in the midst of what's going on. We're still trying to find the light at the end of the tunnel. So thank you for spending this afternoon with us. Um, For all the newbies that are checking us out, just a little bit of background about what Real Chicks Rock is all about. We're all about creatively collaborating, connecting and raising awareness regarding issues that impact us as women. And we do it through our community service platform. We We do it through public speaking and mentoring, and we do it through the arts, which is this platform you're watching us here today. We love this part of it because we get to have interesting people and dynamic conversations about things that impact us as women and the people that care about us. And today is no different. You know, We just wanted to lighten it up just a little bit, not ignoring what's going on. News is always going on 24 seven. We are very in tune. We are very aware of the protests that are going on, the social injustice, um, everything that's happening, the pandemic, people are still living a quarantine life. They have yet to come out and experience life. But then there is a population of people that are starting to find their way back to what is a new normal. And so today's conversation is all about women who travel. And I have a friend of mine, somebody who is beautiful both inside and out, and just has just a wealth of experience through her travel. Um, I have Camille Morrison here. Only one Camille. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Thanks for being here with us today. And she's going to share with us her stories and her and her travels. So, Camille, I'm going to need you to talk
1: in the mic. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> Camille, where are you from? Where are you from? Um, I'm originally from Ohio. Mm. From Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland! Mm-hmm. Originally mm-hmm. from Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Hi, homies.
0: Yeah. What's up, <laughs> Cleveland? What's up?
1: But I was raised in Florida. Okay. Majority of my life. So, yeah. So, can't claim Florida all the way. Not all the I'm way. I'm more of a northern girl. Okay. Yes. A
0: midwestern kind of girl. Mm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, what brought you to Atlanta? How did you get here? Um,
1: actually, from college. Really? Okay. Mm. okay. All right. I um, I had a lot of dear friends who were from Atlanta, mm-hmm. and I would come back and forth while I was in college on breaks and visit. Right. And I fell in love with Atlanta. Mm. So as soon as I graduated, I was like. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you were here
0: maybe, not telling too much on your age, but maybe in the 90s is when you were here, early 2000s perhaps? I don't remember. She doesn't (laughs) remember. Okay. All right, that's protecting the age. Got it, got it. So just kind of set the scene. So you're here in Atlanta. You're loving it. Things are vibing. Things are passionate. Music is bumping. Fashion is hot. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're stylish right now. You always look good. Thank you. You always look smashingly well. So was fashion part of your thing back when you first came to Atlanta, styling people and doing mm-hmm. that type of stuff?
1: Yes, I was um, wardrobe stylist for many years. Mm-hmm. I worked in the music industry mm-hmm. as well and marketing. Um, a lot of things toward the beginning of what that started in Atlanta, I was a part of that movement. Nice. So it was a different kind of energy in Atlanta mm-hmm. than what it is now. And mm-hmm. so that was really a fabulous time to mm-hmm. be in Atlanta. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were doing that then. So I guess I want to understand. I guess perhaps while you were fa- doing the fashion and designing and wardrobe styling, is it that is it that time you got the bug to travel? When did you start traveling as as a young adult?
1: Mm, that's a good question. I actually I traveled more um in my adult life Mm -hmm. Then my younger years i I would travel maybe from you know state to state Mm -hmm. but never internationally okay Okay. internationally didn't come till probably after i maybe graduated i can't even remember because it's been so long but yeah i've always had the desire to Mm -hmm. travel Mm -hmm. one my aunt was a flight attendant Mm -hmm. And she always gave me that inspiration because right. I wanted to be like her in reference to traveling. Okay. So, yeah, I started at a younger age having the desire but mm-hmm. not to physically start traveling until I got older.
0: Okay. Why, why older? Was it that your career maybe didn't
1: introduce the international travel? Why you did it later in your life? Um, I think for me, I was not really focused okay. at that time in my life. Okay. I traveled a lot domestically mm-hmm. but never really internationally. I think what really offset that is when I went to Israel. Okay. And that was like in nineteen ninety nine, mm-hmm. it was or ninety eight. Mm-hmm. It was a long time ago. Okay. And that kind of spearheaded and twisted my thoughts and okay. my mindset on, hmm, I could live overseas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't just traveling
0: for you, it was also, it was also living overseas and we're gonna talk about that. Why Israel? Why was that your first place?
1: to travel well it actually wasn't my first place it's the first place that sparked more of an interest okay um i always did a lot of traveling in in more caribbean Mm -hmm. you know jamaica Mm -hmm. i dated a gentleman that was from bermuda so i did i spent a lot of my summers there Mm -hmm. um but i always had the interest to travel but i think what really shifted was when i went to israel i i actually went with a dear friend of mine that i grew up as a child in Ohio Mm. and she was part of the community a Hebrew Israelite and when I traveled there Mm -hmm. it's changed my whole Mm -hmm. mindset even how I was eating how I was taking care of myself um, how I interacted Mm -hmm. with foreigners Mm -hmm. it was a lot of different dimensions Mm -hmm. it it, I came back and I had lost like extremely a lot of weight really and my aunt was like "Uh, were they not feeding you yeah (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, I ate really good. <laughs> I just, eat, I didn't eat the junk that I was yeah. eating here. Yeah,
0: so it's so just, yeah. so something inside of you just said, just mm-hmm. like went off inside of you.
1: That it was always there. It just
0: elevated. Became, it yeah. just became like, okay, I can really do this.
1: How long yeah. did you stay
0: in Israel? When you I went? was in
1: Israel, I think six months. Really? Yeah, I think I was there for six months.
0: Long time. Mm-hmm.
1: So you had to put everything on hold. No, wait, let me back up. I think it was six weeks. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. six weeks. That's still a long time. Mm-hmm. I was there for six weeks. So
0: you put everything on hold and said, I'll be back, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I'm going over here. And you went over there, and it just kind of just like opened your eyes even more yeah. that you can do this.
1: And if I'm not mistaken, at that time, I think I was working for La Face Records. Okay. And um, I was able to leave for a period of time so I could travel Mm -hmm. but I would travel in other places like Bermuda and Mm -hmm. like I was saying Jamaica Mm -hmm. but I that was the first time I had ever been to Israel Mm -hmm. and I went to Egypt while I was there as well Wow! Mm -hmm.
0: so was it was it a in a spiritual awakening for you while you were there exactly how so what happened if you don't mind
1: well For me, um, I can tell you a story that happened when I returned back as well as when I was over there. But I've always been a collector of picking up earthly things Mm -hmm. like rocks and Mm shells and sand. So when I was in Israel as well as Egypt, I did that. I picked up from the land and I gathered it and I said I would put this on my altar. And I remember... And I always collected money from different countries I was in. So I remember me putting money, sand, water from, they say, the Dead Sea, but it's really the live sea. Mm. And and at the time, when I was in Israel, so people would use film. Mm -hmm. So I had the sand in a film, the little film container. And so maybe like a few days later, after I returned, my bags weren't even unpacked. Mm. I placed everything on my altar and then a few days later I was in a meeting I think at Face Records and someone my neighbor called me my yeah my ne- neighbor called me and said Camille your house is on fire. Oh my gosh. And I was like what? Wow. My house is on fire. So w- when I returned back home the fire police people were there fire um marshal was there and the interesting part of that was Everything around my altar burnt, except for the water from the live sea, Mm. the sand that was in the, in the plastic container Mm -hmm. and the money scorched, but it didn't burn totally. Wow. And that right there was like a spiritual confirmation for me Mm. that that was something of change, you know, that it couldn't be touched. And, you know, my candles burned, mm. everything else around. Mm. But especially the bottled water, because it was in a tall um, water jug. Yeah. The only thing it did is it um, singed the top, mm. but nothing else burned. Mm. That, that water was powerful. I kept that water forever. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that was confirmation for you. So
0: you were like, I can do this. Mm. I can do this. So it, it was it. That point, Camille, that you said, I don't necessarily have to stay here in America. I can see other countries and experience different things. I want to understand when did it hit you to say, I really can do this because oftentimes, I'm going to segue here a little bit. Most African-American people, we don't think about traveling. Most of us, we don't. If you talk to some people, they don't even take. The opportunities to travel and check out the diversity within their own city, right. more or less going out of the country. Right. A lot of us are fearful. Um, some of us and it has nothing to do with flying. It's just the experiences. We're not used to the culture. We don't speak the language. Um, how are they going to feel about us as black people? Right. We feel like there's prejudices against us. Then can we really afford it? So it's. The the conversation today is to really enlighten people because a lot of people did not travel. We didn't do anything for these past 90 days. And now people are starting to spread their wings a little bit, right? I had a mm-hmm. girlfriend that flew in this morning and she said her flight was crowded. Like they are only keeping the middle seats mm-hmm. open. So people are starting to take advantage of low flights and prices.
1: It's not low though. It's not <laughs> low. It's not
0: low though, right? It was only low for a minute. But people yeah. are starting to feel comfortable. And so I want people to understand and feel comfortable, especially as black women, Mm -hmm. because oftentimes we feel like it has to be our group or herd of us to go. And that wasn't necessarily the case for you, right, Camille?
1: I don't actually like to travel as a group. Okay. Me personally. Why? Um, Because I like to explore. I'm not a person that likes to do touristy things. Mm. So I like to uh, explore and get and in, in with indigenous people. Nice. So I meet them, I socialize them, mm-hmm. so, socialize with them. Right. Um, I might go to offbeat restaurants. But I need to let you know that I've always had that desire to travel. Mm-hmm. It's always been embedded in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, like I said, just started oozing out yeah. at a point in my life. Right. Um, but I don't give or take anything away for that experience that I had it changed me yeah and you know I was a vegan at the time I was a single black woman and maybe I had a little bit of fear but I didn't allow that no I don't I don't even really think I had fear okay I think more of my family had fear (laughs) about about you traveling yeah yeah Yeah. and um I had a lot of obstacles that I had to deal with especially Mm -hmm. when I moved to um South Africa that was you know in the beginning of my journey okay and during my journey that would have probably changed the person's mind to say "Mm, i'm not going to travel because i'm traveling by myself Mm -hmm. but i continued
0: now why now that's there's some irony there because being a black woman you would think that south africa you wouldn't have had any obstacles again just just hearing this firsthand can you share some of the obstacles you might have faced
1: no, that's not true. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> that, yeah,
1: because South Africa, even though they say that there's no apartheid there, mm-hmm. there's still apartheid okay. there. Okay. So you, the difference between traveling and living in a country is you don't, when you travel to that country, you don't get the full gist of what the country's about. You're mm. only getting a taste of it. Right, right. But living there is totally something different. Mm. So I lived there for two and a half years. Really? Yeah, in South Africa. And South Africa was the first place that I packed up everything, sold my car, moved out of my home, and said, I'm going to move to South Africa. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a destination or anything.
0: Why there? Why why South Africa at that time?
1: I had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. that I was very close with at the time who moved to South Africa. And we used to always talk about traveling overseas. Right. And her children were my Mm godchildren, And I ran, I lost contact with them for a while. And then I ran into them on Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And um, we corresponded. And she explained to me that, or told me that she was going to be moving to South Africa. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to come and visit. And um, even though I actually probably wanted to just leave and go there. Mm -hmm. But I had a dream. I remember having a conversation with her. I remember where we were, everything. It was um Guillemata, it was a dance performance. Yes, yes. It was beautiful. Mm. And it was Mother's Day. Um on that next evening, I watched a movie called Sometime It Rains in April and a I think it was another movie about apartheid or genocide or something. And when I woke up, I had a feeling that over that just filled my whole spirit. And before I knew it, I was sitting at a computer looking for jobs. Wow. Didn't, I felt like I was having an outer body experience <laughs> because I don't remember, <laughs> like I, I had a job, I had a career, yeah, you know, yeah. I was a stylist, I was a sexual stylist. Right. So I just woke up and said, I, I want to move. Mm. And when I decided a lot of my girlfriends, I remember a close friend of mine, Larnay, she was like, you're never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right now I'm not, so I'm going to sell everything. I sold as much as I could, and I left. But South Africa became, to answer your question, um, why I chose South Africa, because I had an opportunity to go because I knew somebody there. Mm. But I probably would have still traveled to that country, even though I didn't know anybody there. But if you always have um, a sense of reserve or a sense of, I'm scared to travel by myself. Then yeah. pick a country that you know someone right. and go there first. Mm-hmm. But don't allow that to stop you from traveling. Yeah, you know, that shouldn't be a way to stop you from traveling.
0: And and your traveling is different than ours, or at least mine. Because yeah. I go for a few days, and I think I'm doing something.
1: Oh no, <laughs> I could never go anywhere for a few days. <laughs> no. I go for a few days,
0: and I'm like, yes, I'm doing something. Yes, 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 Market, get the uh, passport stamp, (laughs) boom. I did some, bring back a magnet, some souvenirs, like, yes, yes. You're going for, like, six weeks, like, living, months. Yeah.
1: But if I'm living there, I'm going for years. Mm. But usually if I travel, I'm going to go more than a week or two weeks.
0: Wow. Why Mm -hmm. so? Why? Because you're just curious. You want to be with the people. You want to experience the culture you yeah just because
1: it takes some time mm. you know you can't you you can't really enjoy the country within five days or at least I can't mm. I can't um just recently prior to all of this going on I traveled with a, another girlfriend of mine and she's a traveler like me and we traveled for a whole month and wow. we traveled to Europe so we went from um we, we left from New York So from New York, we went to London, and then London, we went to Portugal, Mm. Portugal, Spain, Spain, um, Amsterdam, Mm. but we spent a lot of time, you know, in going to different places in Spain, different places in Portugal. So that was, and I didn't even want to return after a month. (laughs) (laughs) she continued to keep traveling but i was like i put myself on a budget yeah and you know so i budgeted myself to stay for a month but if i could have had my way mm. yeah
0: is it expensive to stay as long as you've been staying like
1: no no it's so. you just have to know how to travel okay and you know um and how to save your money mm. there's so many ways of traveling that can be budgeted oriented yeah like booking your tickets a couple of months in advance. Mm-hmm. Or when we went on that trip, we did one legs. So one legs were, you know, very inexpensive mm-hmm. versus round trip tickets. Right, right, right. And then when it was time, oh, and then w- I think I went to Greece too. Of course. Let's yeah. just slide that Oh, no, that, that was another trip. Sorry, okay. sorry. So, um, but there's always <laughs> ways to budget your, you know, y- if you go with someone, you can share a room. hmm um some people stay in hostels i'm not a hostile person i'll be the first one to say i'm okay. a little posh so i want someone <laughs> cleaning my room making my bed bringing me food bringing me breakfast i need all of that in my life so i'm not gonna really do hostels <laughs> i have stayed in hostels but not a lot not a, not a, lot. Not that's a lot not my thing mm. what's your favorite country you have visited that's a very popular question well. and i don't have a favorite country right now. Mm. I have a country, I have countries that I enjoy traveling to, Mm -hmm. but I I wouldn't say that I have one favorite country. So, Mm -hmm. I've, I like, I like different countries for different things. Like, Mm -hmm. I lived in Malaysia for about two and a half years. Um, The people are very warm and nice. It's Mm -hmm. very inexpensive to live. Mm -hmm. Um, The food is great. Mm -hmm. Um, Even as a vegan, the food was great. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I lived in China for a period of time. China was quite interesting. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say it's not a place that I would return, but it's, um, it's very polluted. Mm. So, you know, like we're wearing masks now. Mm. I wore masks all the time. Mm, over there. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but probably... Dubai would not be a place I would return to. Mm. But uh, I enjoyed the experience of living there. But it's not my lifestyle. It's not
0: for you. Mm-mm.
1: Did you feel any
0: racism? Or did you feel that you were treated special because you're a woman of color? Because you're black?
1: In Dubai or just and period? Just,
0: just period. In your travels. Did you oh, feel racism at Yeah. Points? I
1: felt racism every country that I traveled. Wow. In. I felt racism every country. Um, if it wasn't for me being a black woman... You know, um, I dealt with a lot of, a lot of things that I probably wouldn't want anybody else to experience Mm. because it wasn't um, something that was on a positive note, Okay. you know. Um, Like I mentioned, me being in South Africa, that was my first physical disconnect from the US. You know, Mm. when I, Packed up everything and left, and sold as much as I could, and moved to South Africa. But um, getting to South Africa, I had some hurdles. Um, I, I I dealt with um, I dealt with not having a ticket. My ticket wasn't valid to. My clothes got all messed up from a storm. It was just one thing um, one thing after another, but I finally got there mm-hmm. and then once I was there, I met a lot of beautiful people in south Africa mm-hmm. it 's a very beautiful country um, that 's where a majority of my pictures I started doing um, photography. yeah doing photography, and a lot of my pictures started in South Africa, um, but they continued throughout my journeys but a lot in the very beginning, I just had a photo exhibition, and those were from South Africa. Mm-hmm. What
0: part of South Africa did you stay?
1: I was in, um, um, <laughs> I just went blank. I was in, um, Johannesburg. Berg, okay. Mm-hmm. Joe but I, yeah, but I traveled throughout South Africa. Okay. So I, um, a friend of mine who lives here in Atlanta came to visit me from Kenya mm-hmm. and we took, a a bus called the Boz bus Mm -hmm. and it takes you to all these regions in south africa we bought a round trip ticket we didn't use the round trip ticket Mm -hmm. we only went one way Mm -hmm. and then we met people along the way and then came back Mm -hmm. with them but that was uh, an experience of its own and that that trip some of those trips i did um going up what is it called the um the um backpackers okay yeah but that was my, that's probably why I don't do it anymore because <laughs> that was my <laughs> last experience. I was like, I'm done with that. But yeah. <laughs> but some places we stayed were beautiful hotels, you know. So yeah, mm-hmm. I had a great time.
0: So no fear as being a woman traveling in these different countries, even though you had friends and they come visit or you had friends that already lived there, you were pretty good there?
1: No, I had fear. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the things I will share, since we are dealing with a lot of police brutality Mm -hmm. in America, Mm -hmm. and you know, especially us as people of color, I dealt with that in South Africa. And um, I am a single black woman who Mm. traveled alone to South Africa, but I made friends while I was there. Mm -hmm. I had an incident with the police And I was assaulted, beaten, and jailed for about um, a few days. And it broke my spirit at first because it was something I had never experienced ever in my life, especially in America. Right. And it's something that needs to be addressed and needs to be dealt with Mm. because not even here in America, we're being untreated in other countries as well mm. and um i'm actually going to write a book about the whole experience wow. and just about traveling in all right but you would think that that would have said okay i'm done mm-hmm. i'm gonna go back home mm-hmm. which is my what my mother wanted me to do right but i continue to keep traveling mm-hmm. it it did break me for a minute yes you know it broke my spirit mm-hmm. because i questioned why that happened to me right right. you know and i was with three other two other people um one of the other person was a woman um they did not touch her because she was in their eyes white Mm. but she is brown Mm -hmm. she's um so but in their eyes that she was white so they didn't they just ignored her totally and at that time i was dating a kenyan and he got arrested as well so my. we both got arrested <sighs> yeah but they assaulted me so oh god yeah that was not a good and not experience that I ever want to relive right ever again in my life
0: understandably understandably so that happened then did you continue to stay in South Africa or did you say i'm i'm coming home or
1: no i stayed
0: you stayed
1: i stayed for a little bit mm-hmm. um like i said i met beautiful people in South yes, Africa. Yes. Um, so I had um, a support system there. Um, I met the chief of police that was, that was responsible for the, for the police station of the policemen that assaulted me, but that's not the police station I w- was originally in. Mm-hmm. They, they did some other stuff and they shifted me into a really bad police station my goodness mm-hmm.
0: so how did you get out how did, did they just let you go after time or somebody
1: no my um boyfriend at the time paid for my bail mm. he took all of his savings and he paid for me and then i got a lawyer and then i oh that's another thing about traveling where a lot of people say you know you can connect with the u.s embassy right. and they'll help right. you and you know always that's bullshit. <laughs> false <laughs>
0: That's false. You're hearing it it was
1: not: That's not the case. Me. No. They came and they took a a statement, but and got the police to come, but they didn't do anything, process anything after that. Man. They didn't try to take me to the hospital to get no, they didn't do any of that. man, so after that, I've never gone through the embassy. okay, you know, but I'm not telling you as a traveler not to do that. Right. It just didn't work for, for me. you. Got yeah. you. No.
0: so so that happens. You get through that you live you continue to live in South Africa but didn't you still have this thing you still want to travel it didn't mm-hmm. it didn't darken your spirits at all I mean why did you still want to travel do you
1: because you can't you can't take that spirit out of you got gotcha. you once you have it in you and your desire it changed me, mm. you know. Um, I believe that I became a new person. Once I returned back to the U.S., I see things differently. Mm-hmm. I interact with foreigners differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you start to realize a lot of the people, just because they're Malaysian or they're um, Asian, well, that's, let me, yeah. is part of Asia, but right. still. They still go through some of the trials and tribulations we do in mm-hmm. India, mm-hmm. you know, being a woman of color. Um, they still deal with a lot of raft and mistreating mm-hmm. that, you know, after a while I became kind of an activist, a silent activist mm. in those countries helping women. That's how I incorporated and got all of this goods because mm. I started helping people of that diaspora or that country to help them with their businesses to believe in them to inspire them so for me it was i i wasn't ready to come back okay i felt like i haven't completed my mission Mm -hmm. i still don't feel like i've completed my Mm mission mission and i still want to continue to travel i just might put it a little setback okay but yeah i encourage everyone even if it's just a short trip or even if it's just statewide. Mm -hmm. I just think that you have to travel, especially for your children. Mm -hmm. They need to know the difference. They need to see other people that they're always surrounded by. Mm -hmm. They need to learn different languages, you know. So all that, try different foods, Mm -hmm. taste different foods, learn about different cultures. Mm -hmm. It's so
0: important. It is very important. I did um, have the opportunity, I tell people, I know they're sick of hearing it, but. Um, I I do love to travel. I love to travel. Mm-hmm. I think you do have it in you sometimes, and then when you get older, you get excited because you have the resources to do it, and you have mm-hmm. people and connections. Um, I have a I had a coworker of mine that got married. She's Indian, and mm-hmm. I went to India and went to the wedding, and it was something about being in that country that totally changed me when I got back. People were like, "You're a little different." I was <laughs> like yeah yes yeah <laughs> yeah, and it's hard to really put it into words, but i'm going to try it's a it was a spiritual thing for mm-hmm. me, and it was a connection with women who didn't even speak English, yeah. but there was yet a bond and a connection as women, mm-hmm. and their spirituality they were so committed to prayer yeah. and just being in a meditative state and just and blessing one another and and community was very big for them as mm-hmm. well too so yeah i i totally agree with you And that's why I may not be able to stay weeks at a time, but I am interested in going to other countries just to experience different cultures. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. We want love and peace and happiness and success and prosperity, whatever that looks like, but we want those things. And I think as human beings, we're willing to do the work Mm -hmm. to understand what that is. Mm -hmm. And so when you go to different countries and you see that their meal plan, the way that they eat, signifies or promotes the way that they live and their lifestyle and their they may seem healthier or their their framework is different than ours and the way they embrace outdoors is different than we do and it's a whole totally different thing
1: but yet it's similar as well Mm -hmm. there's a lot of similarities that you don't realize until you spend some time over there got you yeah because i have a lot of Dear friends that yes. are from India. I've yes. built relationships with yes. my sisters from another mother. Mm-hmm. And w- especially when I was in Dubai, it was a group of about four Indian women that I've called my sisters. And when I left Dubai, they cried. Mm. We all cried. You know, because we had that connection. They could barely speak English, English. you know. Yeah. They were learning. I was learning Yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah, their language. Yeah. But they knew me as Shanti. You know, Aww. Shanti Om. I always developed another name or inherited another Aww. name from my birth name during the countries mm. that I was um mm-hmm. visiting or living. And um they always knew me as Shanti. So mm. when I left it was a whole emotional thing. Yeah. But I still keep in contact with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. It's a it's that's that is my connection to the world. I mean, I'm on my third passport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still want more drops stamps. Mike,
0: drops the mic. <laughs>
1: Third
0: passport. Man, yeah. some people don't even have one, so please get one. If you yeah. don't have a passport, please get one so you can travel. Uh, you talked, you touched about um, how you help and support other businesses. Um, you have some beautiful things here on the table. Um, how did you come across these things? I know they come from different parts of the world. Even what I'm wearing today, I am styled by the only one, Camille, <laughs> from head to toe. <laughs> and yes, and my, I believe this skirt came from India, right? Yes, right, in right. India. So tell us how, why, why did you feel it was important to maybe bring merchandise, textiles, product from different parts of the world? How did you get involved in doing
1: that? Well, um, some of the jobs that I I was, involved in while I was overseas were somewhere in education. Mm -hmm. So I had um, an opportunity to deal with children and develop relationships with children and their parents and so on and so on. Grandparents. So I had a connection Mm -hmm. with a lot of the family and the family might sell something on the street. They were vendors. And so I started supporting and purchasing and buying things from them. Mm. And then my every time i would um go to a different country i would give back to the con- to the community mm. by helping out some of the needy children by okay. g- offering free lessons in english or help them with their math which i'm not a really good <laughs> math teacher but you know i'm not even really a good english teacher truth <laughs> me told but <laughs> you know i would do something that would help them within their community to give back and as a result they would might they might show me some of their work and some of their trades, some of their craft. And then I just started collecting Mm -hmm. and purchasing from them, Mm -hmm. which was like once I did something for them, it fed their family. And just a little bit Mm -hmm. of something would feed their family. Mm -hmm. Then when I would leave that country, I would leave my merchandise or whatever clothes I've got or Mm -hmm. appliances, I would leave it with that country. I wouldn't bring it back Mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. So that's how I developed relationships with a lot of people in Malaysia and China and in Bermuda and, you know, all the different places that I lived. And the photography was more of a love that I always had an eye for fashion Mm -hmm. and an eye in photography, Mm -hmm. but never thought I was a good enough photographer to take valid pictures. It was kind of like a trial and error type. Mm -hmm. And then I just started maneuvering. (laughs) and manipulating and before you know it i was coming up with creative beautiful imageries from those countries Mm. so i captured some of those um that i can share with you i'll let you show them because i just had a photo exhibition in march but Mm -hmm. i'm not in march in february Mm -hmm. but because of the coronavirus um it didn't get its full scale mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever interested in any of the pictures, you can get in contact with me mm-hmm. once I leave my contact information. Mm-hmm. But this picture right here is called Caught, "Caught in the Moment," which is a in South Africa. This little boy was making crafty things with just wire. Mm. Wire and tape, actually. And I caught him in the act. So he made this. I used to sell these. Mm-hmm. I don't Hold have, have mic. Them anymore. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I used to sell these. I don't have them anymore. But the doors open. The top opens. It's a V-bug. The back opens. And the tires are made with tape. So he was crafting this at mm. the time when I caught him wow. in his whole moment. And this was a beautiful place in South Africa. I forgot the name of it. One of my friends will remember. And he <laughs> actually did this too. And he put my name on it. Um, the, the tires are made out of some kind of rubber. Okay. Yeah. And this is metal as well. Um, another picture is called Smiling Eyes. This was captured in Ghana um i have a love for children mm-hmm. so i don't have any children of my own so i adopt children along yeah, the way she loves mine <laughs> i do he loves Christmas.: and so <laughs> this is called smiling eyes in ghana this image is morehouse boys this was in kenya because mm. they have the colors yeah of morehouse so yes. these were students playful i love that and then this is in india Angelic angels. This was in nice. India. And how and,
0: old were those children, oh. roughly? They look like they're maybe six to eight years yeah, old. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say,
1: six to mm-hmm. ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were so beautiful. Yeah, and they uh, when I left, cause they they all of them have colors. I made it black and white. But yeah, they were running down the street. Shanti, Shanti, wait, wait, Shanti, <laughs> take my picture. <laughs> so, that's one of my favorites. Um, this was in spain called the wandering sky beautiful. this was in spain mm-hmm. i love this picture mm-hmm. the sky f- was like it was talking to me it's very blue it was blue so clear spain. and blue it's bluer in oh my spain. god i don't know beautiful. what it is over there they have great gorgeous sangrias. yes, <laughs> yes. <What? laughs> very good sangrias. very nice and believe it or not, these are penguins in South Africa. South really? Africa has a beach full of penguins. No. I call this happy feet. Yes. Oh. And it's beautiful. It's like a, a slew of penguins. Everybody has a, the impression that penguins are only in cold. Yes. No. No, no, no. no.
0: Learning today. Yeah. And this is so good because it almost looks like it's like
1: it's animation. Weird. Yes. But it's not. No trick photography, nothing. That's the image itself. Wow. And there, and I learned a lot about penguins when I was there as well. Mm-hmm. And the last picture that I'll show you, because um, I want to explain this picture, is called Necket. It's in South Africa. Mm-hmm. So this picture was in a park. Okay. And the tree was bare. But one of the beauties at this park is that they had these huge trampolines. And me and a friend of mine would jump on the trampolines and that's how that whole image came about. Wow. So, so you was jumping up in there and caught that?
0: Come on, Camille. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. what, what countries have you not gone to that's on your radar to go?
1: Well, before I was leaving to go to um leaving Dubai, I wanted to go to um I forgot the country now. Wait, it's um she shells no 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 um it'll come to me in a minute okay but there was political unrest Mm. and so i couldn't go there Mm -hmm. um i haven't been to fiji i want to go to fiji yeah i want to go more and travel more in south america or central america Mm -hmm. ecuador Mm -hmm. i've been to brazil i've been to panama um but i actually would wouldn't mind moving no, here we go. I'm actually going to move. Let here we me go. Rephrase that. Here we go. I'm going to move to South America. Are you? Mm-hmm. That's the next place. Yeah, that's the next place. Since I spent a lot of time in Asia, right? In Africa, right? In Muslim countries, now it's time to South America. Yeah, South America. 2021. Yeah, not 2020. Yeah,
0: 2020, yeah. 2021. So yeah. that's around the corner. That's in yeah. six months. Yeah. How long you plan to stay? Just depends. How, um, how do you feel?
1: Well, it. It de- it depends on the job that mm, I get, so okay. that my duration of me living in those countries is based based mainly on the jobs that I have. Okay. So once those jobs are done, then I continue to travel, you know, and go to other places. Like right before I left to be on the Middle East, mm-hmm. um, I traveled to Greece. I went to um, Sri Lanka, uh, Hong Kong. I've been to Thailand many times. Went to Thailand. I went to Morocco, mm-hmm. so a lot of things that exact. what she has on her wa- waist pouch is from Morocco as well. So I did some extensive traveling in Morocco. But I'm a different kind of traveler because a lot of people, when they go, they do that whole touristy thing, and I don't yeah, do that.
0: Some of us do, some of yeah, us I don't, do don't but we, yeah. we try to do what we can in the time that we're there. Yeah. So, yes, there are a group of people that are like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I don't want to do that. I want to be amongst the people. I want to eat with the people. I want to live with them, you know, kind of hang out with them, Mm -hmm. see what they do, what's the culture, get a vibe. I guess typically most of us, we don't have the ability or the opportunity to stay a very long time. Mm -hmm. So we try to pack it in within the few days that we're there. That's true. Um, But then if it's really appealing to us, oftentimes we come back. Right. right, and then we'll stay a little
1: longer. A little longer,
0: yeah. And then we've maybe we've kindled a relationship with some locals, mm-hmm. and then we can come back and we can spread our wings out a little bit more. Yeah. But I think it's important, you know, that people do travel. A lot, oftentimes, again, for us, we feel like it's just too expensive. We can't do it. it typically, when we see the, because you touched on it early mm-hmm. in the conversation, flights are not cheap.
1: Mm-mm. Well, They're not, not always. They're probably going to be more expensive now because they claim that they're putting, a, not putting people in the center seat. Right. But I just flew on an uh, airline that I'm not a fan and I don't fly on it and I will probably never fly on it again. They had you in the middle seat? Yeah, but just for the record, <laughs> it's spirit. I don't fly on spirit. I don't even like spirit. <laughs> but I took my niece <laughs> to Richmond, Virginia. Yeah and going there was fine because they claim that they honor you not being sit in the center right right but as soon as they land everybody's smooshed on top of everyone mm. so all that social distance six feet that's that's crap that's bullshit <laughs> that's not working and then on the way back they sit. They had three people sitting in a seat yeah. together. And I wasn't comfortable, especially since I was traveling with my niece. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's not what you said on your website. That's mm-hmm. not what you're honoring. Mm-hmm. But they flip it. They just get the people there. Right. And then, So you just need to honor. You need to travel based upon how you feel. right? And I wasn't comfortable coming back. I was comfortable going, but I wasn't comfortable, comfortable coming, coming back. back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was on a raggedy airlines anyway, right. so what? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not a spirit fan. They don't fly
0: international anyway, so they don't even know where you go. think they do. Where do they go? I
1: think they go to Panama. Ooh,
0: that's big I think for they them. They go to
1: Panama, yeah. That's
0: big for them. Yeah, the, you're not going to recheck it yeah. for them.
1: But I just, I'm, you, yeah, it's, it's just the airlines right now, they're going to probably be trying to recoup their mm-hmm. money back. Uh, yeah. So the prices will probably be a little higher. You just have to know how to set a date, know how to search. Or hire me to look for your oh, flights. Oh, <laughs> opportunity, <laughs> opportunity. Hire me to look for your flights, yeah. but yeah. So you can make it happen.
0: Did you stay at hotels when you travel, or you were, Yeah, it was hotels, maybe Airbnbs or friends, it just varied, right? I'm not right? an Airbnb fan. No, mm. no, not why not? Like, I just don't like that.
1: I don't, I stayed in the Airbnb when I was in Portugal, mm-hmm. and the, uh, Every time I took a shower, the mm. shower overflowed. So the, 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 the drainage was clogged. Mm. So whenever I would shower, yeah. I would get all this dirty water. Get yeah, it back. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I didn't like that. So you can't call anybody. You can. You're supposed to call somebody to come and fix it. Mm-hmm. They don't fix it. They don't come. They don't come. Mm. <laughs> and I stayed in uh, Airbnb. Um, and part of my trip from Brazil, no, you know, it was a nice view and a nice location. But inside, the furniture was shabby, dirty. Mm. No, I'm not. mm -mm. I'm not saying all Airbnbs are like that. But I like the luxury of calling someone and they take care of a problem. That is my thing, you know. If my sheets are dirty, I can call. They'll come and change. If I need need my room Mm clean. if I want room service, you know. Maybe sometime Airbnb offer that. Mm -hmm. But I need a little bit more intimate. I do like private... um, you know, like um, home-based, you know, hotels Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. uh, bed and breakfast or, you know, smaller boutique hotels is basically what I was going to say. Because I was going to ask you, you're not like at the Westin, like Marriott. I have. I okay. have stayed at those places mm-hmm. before, don't get me wrong, I have stayed at those places, but I really like boutique hotels. Okay. Those are, and the place I said that I was going to go to, but it was political unrest was Maldives. Maldives, that's okay. so that's on my list as well, mm-hmm. you know. I, I have a big map. Yes, she does. In my house. And I she mark does. all the places yes. that I've gone, mm-hmm. and then all of the places that I inspired to go soon. Mm. So yeah.
0: You busy. You're going to be busy.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So is there places that you desire to go that you haven't been? I want to go to Morocco.
0: Okay. I want to go to Italy. I've been there. Um, I do want to go to Egypt. Nice. I do. Yeah. I do. Uh, I don't know about the Asia part of the mm. world, like China and Hong Kong, because I feel like it's overpopulated, I feel it's rushed, I feel it's busy, it's tight, it's just I don't know. And and I don't want to go there and then go to like the countryside. I don't wanna necessarily do that per se. Not saying that it's not a beautiful country. I know I know there are a lot of there are quite a few black people that want to go there. I don't want to go there. I want to do italy i want to go where the food is good perhaps
1: and the wine and
0: the wine wine and the days are nice and there's Mm -hmm. clothes or just good accessories or things and just villages and villas and that type of thing morocco i want to go just because it's different it seems Mm -hmm. edgy right for me it is edgy it's edgy i want to i want to feel that and then egypt just because of historical Mm -hmm. value and just where our ancestors the only bad thing about
1: when i traveled to egypt is they try to Come downplay on. that Egyptians are people of color. Really? So you'll see a lot of the statues where the noses are cut off.
0: Really? To so not it show, doesn't our full show the full nose. nose.
1: Or a lot of the statues where it's painted more white, creamy, mm-hmm. lighter. lighter. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. a lot of. Mm-hmm. unnecessariness of but there's a there, there's many places in Africa that I haven't been mm-hmm. as well that mm-hmm. I want to either live yeah. or buy some property um I love Tanzania
0: I heard that was beautiful
1: Tanz- Tanzania I've been several times Zanzibar Yeah, I love Ghana mm-hmm. Ghana's like my second home I've been several times Really
0: yeah.
1: South Africa is good but it I I don't know if it would be high on my list of african countries okay and not because of what happened to me in south africa it's just it's too much diversity mm. or, or, or um it's just that a whole apartheid yeah it's just, just still on. resonating in the yeah and it's just it's you know, mm. it's not a really a comfortable place to live for I, me
0: i do want to go there i want to get some house music there i want to oh, go yeah. <laughs>
1: They love i want to
0: get it yes with the thousands yes. of people yeah yes. i, I want to that, do that. That's, now on that on the that's
1: on the bucket list that's on the bucket south list that's south africans can party yeah that's on the bucket yes list. the music that. is phenomenal yeah yeah oh man it's phenomenal that might
0: be a 2021 or 2022 because mm-hmm. in 2022 i'll be so
1: yeah. i think i'm gonna do that i think i'm gonna do that i would go back and visit yeah but i don't know if i would go back and live mm well, maybe if I have a job, but I don't Yeah, know, yeah. You know, so it's, um, it's definitely that South, ugh, the house music is yeah, phenomenal Yeah, there. I wanna yeah,
0: I want to go, I want to go. I want to talk about this, um, some other things too, just before we go and leave. Your energy is beautiful. Thank you. And I know it, it's, you have to work at it with all of the things that are going on during this time. I know that energy is important, and I know that crystals kind of help promote those energies. Mm -hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about that and how you even learned about that? Was that through your travels?
1: Yes, it was. A portion of it was through my travels. So I've been a vegan for probably over 25 years.
0: That's a long time. We didn't even know what it was.
1: Yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs)
0: Our producer's laughing. But we didn't I, know what it was back then.
1: That happened when I spent some time in Israel. Okay. You know, I said six weeks. I don't know. It was a long time. It, it must have time. been a month or two. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was three weeks, though. But um, I changed. I, I went over there as a vegetarian. I left over there as a vegan. Mm. And uh, my energy, uh, I, and then I started practicing yoga mm. while I was there. Mm. I did Tai Chi mm-hmm. while I was there. So it, it was just it's a calming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> calming of my spirit. Right. Right. So every time that I do travel, I look for crystals. I look for meta, um, more, more spiritual based mm-hmm. things for me within my home or among people that are like minds. Right. So I do sell crystals. Mm-hmm. So these are crystals that I have some of them. This is a clear quartz, and this is an amethyst, Mm -hmm. because they have powerful energy that you need to have within your home Mm -hmm. to protect yourself, Mm -hmm. your home, and your environment, Mm -hmm. and people don't realize that, and if I'm telling you and you're not understanding, always Google and look for yourself. Right. So I always carry crystals in my bag or around my Mm -hmm. neck, Mm you know, and um, this is something that is powerful because we're dealing with 5G, we're dealing with... Everybody is on internet or smart TVs or smartphones or, but you're not having anything to counteract Mm -hmm. all of that that's coming in. People use microwaves. Microwaves are not uh, good for you. Mm -hmm. You know anything that cooks something in a fast pace, you're not getting your food and you're not getting the nutrients of the food. Right. So yes, I surround myself with crystals. I have yoni eggs Mm -hmm. that are initially. I learned about yoni aches when I was in Asia. This is um, for women. Mm-hmm. You can look it up, yoni, Y-O-N-I. But they are used for women to help them in their yoni. <laughs> I don't want to mm-hmm. say it on TV. Mm-hmm. But This is amethyst pendulum. And spending time overseas, it allowed me to connect with a lot of people in different areas, like in the um, you know, in in yoga and meditation, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it made me stronger in my meditational practice. Right. So this is something else that I got. This is called a wand. It's a seven chakra wands. These are the seven chakras that are down. The end of it is a tip is with crystal, and the top is rose quartz that uh, every woman needs to have rose quartz. It's about
0: love. Isn't mm -hmm. that about love? Yeah, I got rose quartz. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So
1: (laughs) all of this is important for you to have. And if you have any questions or any interest in any crystals, but they're all surrounded in my house. Michelle has been Mm -hmm. in my home. Mm -hmm. I have them all in my home. And And it feels good in your home. Yeah, Yeah.
0: feels good. You feel... Uh, a a change from being outside versus coming in your home and I know that's because you cultivate that energy in there and it's very it's it's very important and I and I think you know not to make it lighthearted or anything I just believe that black people are really continuing to do better for themselves Mm -hmm. individually by what they eat what they put in where it comes from like Mm -hmm. everybody's starting to take a piece of their land and grow their own right. fruit. Which
1: is so important.
0: And vegetables now, you know, just making anything that we can do to control and own what we put inside of us, yep. what we put on our backs, the oils that we put on, the fragrances, anything mm-hmm. to just keep us calm, keep us focused, is what I think we are trying to get to as a people.
1: Yeah, I could and be it's wrong. So, it's so important for us to support each other. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us are in the midst of, There's change. Yes. No matter how you look at it, it's changed. The earth is shifting. Mm -hmm. We are shifting as people. Mm -hmm. They want us to not interact with each other. They want us to protect ourselves with masks. They don't want us to touch any other. It's just all a part of isolation. Mm -hmm. It's all a part of isolation. So you need to protect yourself internally, mentally, physically, within your home, within your children. You need to be aware of your environment. Mm -hmm. Even traveling, you need to be You need to be aware of when you're traveling, who's around you, where you're going. You know, I never, ever did any real research Mm -hmm. in my travels. I never, other than maybe when I I was living in that country, Mm -hmm. I might look up about Malaysian people, about their culture, their Muslim people, what kind of people they are. Do they, you know, because I'm more concerned, do they have black products? (laughs) They have all of that. (laughs) It's black people everywhere. I remember I dated a Nigerian, and he told me, if there's a Nigerian in that country, that country is successful. <laughs> and every country I've been to has, there's Nigerians there. Yeah. Because they're very business minded people. Mm. And they go there and mass produce or whatever, just like the, you know, unfortunately the Asians. Mm-hmm. They have gone and monopolized all of Africa, mm-hmm. you know. But what we're dealing with as people, you know, like I think there was um, something on just recently how in Guangzhou, they were kicking our people, black people, Africans out of their homes and putting them on the streets. Mm. And I dealt with a lot of racism in Asia, in in China in particular, Um, but that is something that they do. But people don't realize that in those countries, you're paying your rent for a year in advance. Yeah. So you're not getting that money back. Mm. You're on the streets, you don't have anywhere to go so it's it's just something you need to know i'm not telling you not to travel i encourage everyone to travel but you do need to be aware of because we come yeah with a special coating color (laughs) that everyone wants you're gonna might deal with some challenges yeah but it didn't stop you no and it's not gonna stop me you know Mm. so Well, thank you for that. I think it's important for us to, and to share with others like Mm -hmm. this, for this platform, Mm -hmm. you know, and I appreciate you, Michelle, inviting me on your show because it allows me to express, you know, um, and tell you about my journeys. And I I don't take anything of that away. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to say because I had mishaps and, South Africa, not to do it, but it does make you stronger and yeah. prepare yourself yeah. because we're dealing with the same thing here in yeah. the U.S. Yes, that's yes. going on in other countries. Mm-hmm. It's sad, but it's true. It's true.
0: It's true. It's true. Camille, how can the people find you? How can they find you?
1: Well, I don't have a website, unfortunately. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But I am on social media. Mm-hmm. So I have a um, Facebook account, which is only Mm O-N-L-Y and then O-N-E, one Camille, Mm -hmm. Mm C-A-M-I-L-L-E. So it's only one Camille on Facebook Mm -hmm. and Instagram, Mm -hmm. but it's O-N-E instead of the numeral one, which is what I'm known for. Yeah, And then only ones travels only and then O-N-E travels Mm -hmm. is on Instagram as well. And that's a new account. So it's not that much on there versus the only one Camille, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm I'm very transparent. You can call me. You can email me. My email is only one Camille. Yeah. So it's O N L Y the numeral one and then C A M I L L E at gmail dot com. I'm going to get inundated yeah. with <laughs> yeah. With, with Hopefully, yeah, it'll be a great thing you know.
0: because this is where you would want to get beautiful artifacts and products from all parts of the world um
1: yeah and i'll just share a couple of them that are um these are handmade bass bags uh, clutches that are handmade in malaysia inside is a rubber Mm -hmm. all hand beaded wear that i sell this is a necklace that is from panama i like this is traditional but in South America, they have a lot of this indigenous work that is similar to um, African people. Mm, mm. So this is very popular there. This is from Ghana.
0: Mm. Your Even second home. This is my second
1: home. This is beautiful. It, it is. takes time for them to do this. Yeah. So this is something that I support for my people that we need to support each other. And mm-hmm. support each other is supporting black businesses. There you go. Black businesses, supporting people that are making this by hand. There you go. So this is something that, um, as an educator, I always try to teach different things to my students. And so this is a cigar box Mm -hmm. that I got them to turn into a purse. Purse. I gave them the creative vision, and then they made it into a purse. So it has a little lock. We went to, and then you open it.
0: Look at that. That's cute.
1: Yeah. So this is all handmade. This is something that's for sale as well. And that came from Cuba, the box? Well, the box, the cigar box. box. Came from Cuba. Yeah, but we did this in, what country did I do this in? It
0: all becomes a blur.
1: No. <laughs> no, it was in, I think it was You've in. You've been a...
0: everywhere. Everywhere
1: yeah You've i think it was everywhere in Asia, but i'm not really yeah, sure I like, and then I this, like that yeah, 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 this, yeah this is yeah. from ghana uh-huh. i love this because it has dual pockets in the back it's pretty in the front has and then it goes into it goes into um like a hand. i'm not messing with you yeah michelle's quick not, the I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes into a little clutch here that you can wear under your pocket. yes
0: so. yes i have some fashions that i've Purchased And people are like, I love it. I love it. I'm like, yes. And I'm so appreciative. Today, <laughs> I to tell it was like, There's no way you're going to be on my show. And I don't have anything from the boutique. So there's the only one Camille boutique where yes. you can
1: get beautiful clothing. And you and just call and reserve. Yeah. You know, come in. Yeah. It's not a private. It's of a people. private. Yep, it's it, a private. Private show. Establishment. Like the necklace that she has on is from Spain. So, you know, normally I can tell you every... Yeah. every country yeah, that I've done but worked in or you know visited so yes it's I, so important I appreciate you thank you and I appreciate you I appreciate you, you. this is
0: cute thank you I love you too thank you so much for being with us today and just sharing and being transparent again we just wanted to encourage people because I think with everything that's going on we don't want people to feel like i can't do this anymore no we just have to figure out how to pivot Mm -hmm. and turn and figure out what works for us right right? because things are going to be different but yet, some things may still be the same, yep. right?
1: And the other thing I would tell you to do is invest. Mm. You know, invest in some property overseas. You mm. know, of course, I'm going to always tell you to invest in Africa, mm-hmm. but you can come collectively together mm-hmm. and invest as a group or individually. Mm-hmm. You can get land and build, especially in Ghana. So those are my next steps of what I'm doing, and I encourage that for everyone else because here. Mm in this crazy world that we live yeah. in, it's not for us. Mm. They're not supporting us. They don't encourage us. You know, black lives do matter. Yeah. You know, and without us, the economy wouldn't be here. So that's why you need to stop supporting <laughs> You need to stop supporting them and support your own, you I know, just had and help your own way. because yeah. that's where there's going to be a difference. When you affect people in their pockets, And then you're not making, we're consumers. Black people are large, African people, period, are large consumers. Billions. Yeah. And we do travel. Just because you might not, they might not travel in your immediate circle in Atlanta. There's a lot of us that travel. You don't see us as often. You know, of course, when I'm traveling, I'm like, oh, (laughs) wow. That's a black person. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, so it's important for us to explore and learn and Just meet different people. You know, sometimes we only have a private, small circle of only your kind of people. Mm -hmm. It's a whole world out here. Mm -hmm. You know, so embrace everyone. Yeah, They're, you know, you just, they're dealing with the same stuff that we're dealing, not as, probably nowhere as near as what we're dealing with. But they still have, you know, especially women.
0: Yeah. When I was in
1: India, women are mistreated. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a real situation. It's a
0: real deal. Yeah, we're gonna come back and talk about that too. We're gonna talk about yeah. that too, but that—that's me. That's my time today. But I wanted to say today's show was powered by Moods Music.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, Moods Music today. Yes, um, Daryl Harris. Yes, twenty years in the business, owning his own record store. Record store CDs back in the day used to be cassettes now yes. it's a full store of merchandise you need a black lives matter t-shirt you better go down go to there. moods music and get it he celebrated his birthday on <gasps> on juneteenth oh, on friday 20 happy years yeah i checked him out last week he's doing well he's offering curbside service so you can call him you yep. can go to instagram see his product he's got a
1: facebook page as well and he is he he's been in business for a while and i encourage and love him. Mm-hmm. He has a beautiful spirit and actually some of my Grace S- Jones photos is in the store? Yes, it's in the store. Yeah, yeah Daryl was the first person second person that put it in his store. The I other like one him. was in the cafe, but yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, when I
0: first started the brand, he put my t-shirts in yes. there. Yes. Thank you, Daryl. Yes, Thank you. We Darryl. love you. We love you, Daryl. So <laughs> go down to 1131 Euclid Ave- Avenue. That's in Little Five Points in atlanta his number is 404 like i said he's doing curbside uh, orders if you need to you don't want to come in the store that's fine place your order online he'll bring it to you curbside the doors are open business is getting back to normal okay. down there people are coming through because little five points is a hot space yeah. so they got everything down there you got your cups your incense whatever you need to feel empowered as a black business owner i think They have the novelties and the things there at that store that you like. Then he used to have shows and Mm -hmm. and record listening parties and all this kind of stuff. Just a staple in the community. We stand behind Moods Music. We hope that you do the same, too. That is my time. You know me. Real Chicks Rock, I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I got the website, realchicksrock.com. Support black business. We cannot say it enough. Black Lives Matter, yes. But we need those dollars. We need for you to support these businesses that you like. You be clicking the button. You be liking and sharing and stuff. That's nice. But go (laughs) check out our products and see if there's something there that we have that could do you or somebody you know as a service. We got T-shirts on our website. Go ahead and get those. We're going to start doing some masks, too, with the Real Chick's Lock logo. On, on the on the mask because we want to just make sure that everybody is safe and do what they do. But, yes, and follow and subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you've not done so already, you need to do that so you don't miss another episode. I'm just so excited to yes. be here. I'm just out. To s- only
1: One Camille. Yeah. Only One Camille. Only One Camille on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please follow me on um, Only One Camille on Facebook and Instagram. Follow me. Be a supporter. And I would love to communicate with you on any of your travel needs or travel experiences or anything that you have any questions. If you had questions today and you couldn't actually ask me, please feel free you know to You know you got
0: questions me. about the Yoni egg. You wanted <laughs> to know what that means. You need to reach out to her. That's my time for today. Thank you, guys. You guys be well. Thank you for your time. Thank you. I love oh, you. Thank yes, you. Until you next too. time, be well, take care, and continue to rock on. Bye. Real chicks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.